This episode of Duel of Taints is brought to you by Gilgamesh Brewing, who are making delicious beers such as Enchanted and Enlightened, made for local theater company Enlightened Theatrics, uh, unfortunately, whose run of hair has just ended. But you can still get down your local tap house or to Gilgamesh's uh, campus in Salem, Oregon, and try out delicious Enchanted and Enlightened, a delicious pale ale brewed with hints of cherry. Get on over to Gilgamesh brewing.com for more information. Hello, and welcome to Duel of Taints, the number one podcast where we argue about shit you don't care about. I'm Rhett. And I'm Kane, and this week, we're going to discuss the finer points of the digital remastering of Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. <laughs> Notice how the air let out of my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Very much describes the the overall feel of the movie Attack of the Clones. <laughs> I actually like Attack of the Clones. I, mean, I like it because it's Star Wars. I mean, a bad Star Wars movie is better than no Star Wars movie. That's true. A lot of people, but it's on... shit. It is the worst one of all of the six. Even Attack Phantom of the Clones Menace? sucks. Phantom Menace is. I have a soft spot in my heart for Phantom Menace. The fuck is wrong with Don't you? Don't get me wrong. Phantom Menace sucks. Dude, in Attack, Attack of the, the Clones, Clones, Sammy J says, this part is over. No, that is fucking uh, Revenge of the Sith. No. Yes. What? No, it's not. Yeah, it is. I thought he said it like... When he challenges the Emperor with oh. his, like, three goons. Does he say... I thought it was in the scene where uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin and Leia, or excuse me, Padme or... Trapped in the arena on Geonosis. Oh, maybe you're right. And then the and then the Jedi come and they start the war. And he holds the lightsaber up to the person and he's like, "This party's over." Oh yeah, I think you're right. But it still, it just sucks. I don't know. Just, the acting, I think, is the worst in that one. Hayden Christensen blows in that movie. Yeah, probably is. Don't get me wrong. Phantom Menace sucks, but. I like Phantom Menace. Did you hear the the actor? Who, the, yeah, he got in a car crash. No, like he like the, the like hit and run or dr- or drunk driving or something. Yeah, he the got guy a, who played Anakin in Phantom Menace. Yeah, he got in a car crash going 117 miles an hour. He's a, oh, really? I didn't and he know that. He was like running from police. Fucking idiot! And he crashed into a tree. Fucking idiot! Well, you know, apparently though, like his life was absolute hell after that movie. Really? Yeah, like I heard that. Uh, he was bullied in school. Like people, he would be like walking down the hall, and like kids would like make lightsaber noises to mock him. And he was just like ridiculed like day and night by everyone. He's like, bitch, I was in Star Wars. Fuck you guys. I know, isn't it sort of sad that like the kids? Yeah, I mean, he was pretty damn horrible in that movie, but he was also a kid. So, he like, wasn't that bad though. Yeah, we watch it. It's like, oh god. It's pretty. <laughs> he stiff. ain't no Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> <laughs> He's pretty stiff, but. uh... I mean, I mean no, he's, he's a kid. It's like, how, how do you blame a kid for being shitty at he's acting? Like he's like no less stiff than Luke Skywalker in the first one. I'm, no, I don't disagree with that at all. I, I, I mean, it's like, he's a kid, though, so he has a little bit more forgiveness for that. Yeah, but other kids didn't care. 
All the kids suck. What's funny about that is they probably grew up now being like, I wish I could have been in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they like fucking bullied him and ridiculed him and his parents never helped. And like no one, no one told him how to handle fame. Yeah. So he grew up just being a little cock munch and then he started to resent everyone because he was bullied all the time and he just turned into a little fucking dipshit. Yeah. He was like the epitome of like what you expect of a child star to turn into. Yeah. That was really the only movie he ever did. What, did you do any other movies? I don't think he did anything other than that. Mm-hmm. Apparently that that turn into Beggar's Canyon was a little too rough for him. Yeah, he got into a car. <laughs> I've seen some shit. <laughs> Beggar's Canyon. Uh, <laughs> That's a good sand people impression. <laughs> That's how he got he crashed. I can't do it. <laughs> That's pretty good. No, it's not. Actually, no, that actually is. <laughs> I hate you. I mean, it's, it's, it's no, you know. <laughs> That's Chewie's impression. <laughs> That's Chewie's impression of a sand person. Yeah. <laughs> He's at the bar. Hey, check this out, guys. Yeah. Who am I? Who am I? Come on. Who am I? <laughs> is it me or you? Me. Um... Yeah, so I always sort of felt bad for him. He actually, like, really resents George Lucas, too, for, like, because no one warned him. You know, like, no one was like, by the way, fame is going to be hard to deal with. You know, he thought he was going to be like, he, I bet you he got out of Phantom Menace, and he thought he was going to be, like, everybody's best friend yeah. and all this stuff. And he was just, like, ridiculed and mocked. And His parents should have protected him more. I agree. But... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I will say that, uh, I think overall I liked, um, Natalie Portman's acting in the second one probably the most. I don't know. There's just this one scene that really bugs me with her in it where she like falls out of the spaceship on the sand and then one of the storm or the Republic stormtrooper guys that come after Miss Uri and she gets up like, ah. Yeah, I'm fine. Let's go. You know, it's just like you just fell like 50 feet, and like I don't know. It just it's just very dumb. Oh, I don't remember that. It's been a long time since I've seen the Attack of Clones. It's it's Star Wars movie, so it's better than not having a Star Wars movie. I'll watch the shit out of it, and I'll enjoy watching. The no, shit you out hate of it. it. No, compared no. compared to Empire Strikes Back, yes, I hate it. But if I'm watching it, you know, right after Phantom Menace, that's okay. Where do you where do you stand on Revenge? Revenge is actually pretty good. I fucking love Revenge. I thought Revenge was actually really good. Fucking badass, dude. I, I mean, it's not perfect, shit. but it's no movie is except Empire Strikes Back. I think is the only one that nears perfect. No, I think I liked it. Yeah, I I li- I like that. My favorite scenes though, like Phantom Menace. Like I, re- I really like Phantom Menace so for like the podcast racing. Yeah. Or podcast. Podcast. Racing. <laughs> 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 We're going really fast. <laughs> podcast race in last place dual tanks <laughs> <laughs> as per usual ah, i meant pod racing uh, good lord combined words um i really like the pod race like so many people hated it though everyone hated the pod racing yeah like the commentators when you had like greg proops the uh, comedian is one of the commentator it, that part was like you know like the guys giving the play-by-play 
Oh. That was kind of cheesy. I don't know. I mean, it just... Oh. The first three, like I guess episode one through three, or no, I take it back. Episode one and two were really just kid movies. They were, they were just really aimed towards kids. And then you get to Revenge of the Sith. It's it, it's definitely kind of was more all inclusive. Like you're getting back to that Star Wars. You know, everybody can love Star Wars. Yeah. So no, I actually like Revenge of the Sith. I think it's it's up there with the, the original three. Yeah, I'd agree with that. It's pretty fucking good. I but I you know it's like I love all like all the Jedi stuff. I love all the war scenes and shit. Like. <sighs> I mean, I'll tell you what Phantom Menace has going for it. Yeah, it something that none of the other movies have. Darth Maul? Fucking motherfucking Darth motherfucking Maul. I know. They killed him off way too early. Yeah, well, yeah. They should, I mean, yeah, I agree with that. They should, they should have left him up to returning to at least Attack of the Clone. Or leave it open that maybe he can somehow return as a much older Darth Maul in uh, Force Awakens or something. That'd be pretty sweet. That would have been dumb. Because if you look, if you think about it, you know when you see all like the the posters and stuff and like f- figures and promotions for Star Wars, you know, and they take some from the newer ones and the older ones. Darth Maul is like probably the most iconic new character to come out of the the prequels. Oh, I agree, dude. It's like way cooler than fucking Count Dooku. Oh god, yeah. Like Count Dooku, the character is kind of badass, but they, they Christopher Lee was just way too old to play him. I think. Yeah, I would probably agree. And nothing against Christopher Lee. I mean, Count Dooku was old already. Like, I mean, yeah, Count but I mean, it, it, I don't know, Christopher Lee was just way. I mean, like the lightsaber duels—you can tell they just put his head, like computer, yeah, like pasted his head on someone else's body. It just didn't fit. I don't know. It was. I mean, there's some good shit in those movies. Like the first time you see Yoda lightsaber duel is pretty awesome. I enjoyed that. Yeah. A lot dumber than I thought it was going to be because everyone was like talking about it and they're like, "It was so awesome," and I like looked forward to it and it was like, well, it was way, built up way less cool than I thought it was going to be." Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's still cool. Like I, I like when he catches the lightning. Yeah, it showed you how powerful he was. Yeah, he's like, "What, bitch? Look at you what gonna I suck on my fat force cock?" Wait, does he catch <laughs> lightning in the second one? Or does he just defend? No, yeah, he does with uh, when Count Dooku's like, obviously our skills as lightsabers can't settle this. Our knowledge of the Force has to, or whatever. Yeah. That's pa- I'm paraphrasing. And so then Dooku throws Force lightning at him and fucking Yoda catches it and whatever he sends back at him. That green, like, ray of light or whatever. Oh, yeah. Huh. So badass. You know, I mean, I- I'm just stoked for Force Awakens because I just think it's they're, they're going to do a little bit less computer animation and do a little bit more, like, uh, real-world special Yeah, I saw effects. that on the, uh, the Comic-Con reel. Yeah. They're, like, talking about doing real shit and having masks and actual cool shit. Oh, that's going to be cool. Yeah. How, do you, how many Sith do you think Yoda's ever fought? Like, do you think he Not fought, many. Do you think he's fought more Sith, like, before facing, like, Count Dooku that time? I would think he would have. I mean, he's 900 years old, been a Jedi for like 800 years. And, and there, yes, there's been a rule of two for like a thousand of those years, or for like a thousand years or whatever it is. So rule of two, I mean, yeah, his paths have bound to have crossed with a Sith or two in those 800 years. Mm-hmm. So I would think, yeah. I mean, and he obviously, since he's still alive, he probably won. I mean, he's fucking Yoda. That's true. 
I mean, he caught fucking lightning in his hand, so it's not like the first time. And define Sith, uh, actual Sith, or maybe or like Je- Jedi who just went dark. Yeah, like dark Jedi or Sith doesn't matter. Like, so, so. well, dark Jedi can be good. I mean, like Jedi's who like went to the dark side, but then necessarily become Sith. Just like Dooku, like I guess one. Well, that's not a good example, but he left the Jedi, um, the Jedi Order, but he didn't turn Sith right away. Or at least. Yeah, but he wasn't a dark Jedi though at the time. Like he became. No, he, he probably became a dark Jedi, like probably. Well, I guess yeah, he left the order. Well, dark Jedi are still Jedi, but they just use dark, like they use force choke. They'll use lightning, but they still try to be good. That, I guess that's that. That's like the. Is that? Is that? I what think that's are? what separates them. Like certain. Yeah, like they'll use rage more. Like I guess you can make an argument that Mace Windu was a dark Jedi because he would use anger yeah and that's what my my understanding of dark jedi is they will use dark side powers but for good which makes them dangerous in a sense hmm yeah i don't know i guess i'd have to look it up i guess i always just assumed they were like jedi who left the order and were or were like rogue jedi like trained by yeah like you know people who had knowledge of the force and stuff but like they weren't part of the order and they were generally probably bad people Maybe that is right. I don't know. I mean, Count Dooku at first definitely was, like, trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Because he wasn't necessarily a complete dickwad. But then it's like, by the time he gets to the Clone Wars and everything, it's like, you're pretty much well past the point of, yeah. like... you're fun. a douche. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what what's in store with the new trilogy. Too bad Yoda's dead. Yeah. Well, Frank Oz is still alive, so they could do a Force Ghost. It's like a special thing. Nope. Are they not going to do it? Well, I don't know. There comes a certain point, I think, where you can't. they can't do it anymore. Like, after a certain number of years. Oh, really? Yeah, that's like why Qui-Gon, like, quits visiting Obi-Wan at a certain point. Yeah. Like, because Qui-Gon... Or Qui-Gon visits Yoda or whoever, and that's how, like, Yoda teaches yeah. Obi-Wan that maneuver. Well, and Qui-Gon even visited Obi-Wan on Tatooine a couple times. And then at one point, he's like, by the way, I can't visit you anymore. And then the same thing happens... With Obi-Wan. At one point in the books, he flat out, he just tells Luke, he's like, by the way, like, I'm not going to be able to visit you anymore, so you're going to be on your own. Like, good luck. And then he leaves. Huh. You think you're going to kill off Luke Skywalker in one of these episodes, and then he'll become a Force ghost like Obi-Wan? Maybe. They should kill you they're gonna... Luke, though. Huh? They shouldn't kill Luke, though. No, but I mean, if they do, he's got to go out like a badass. Yeah, dude. I shall become more powerful than you can ever imagine. That'd be pretty sweet. Nah, we'll see. I I just can't wait to see what, how they're going to handle the old characters versus the new. How big of a role the old characters will have. If maybe this is maybe this is going to be a transition episode where like the old characters are going to have have really large parts, but then the newer ones are going to have as large parts, and then you get to the second movie, the older characters have a smaller role. You know, yeah. just kind of transition it more. That'd be cool. Because with certain characters, it doesn't matter what... Act, like, R2-D2 could be played by anybody, so that character could be... Go on indefinitely. You can even make an argument for, like, Chewbacca, like that, too. Although, there's a certain... I don't know. May, uh, with Peter Mayhew as Chewbacca, it's the way he runs and, like, his mannerisms, you know? It's kind of yeah. become synonymous with Chewbacca. Yeah. But, I mean, you, I guess you could make the argument that Chewbacca could carry on without Peter Mayhew. 
and Keith and RTD two carry on without Keith Baker. Yeah. But obviously, you couldn't have if Harrison Ford died. You couldn't have Han Solo carry on. That's that character. He's just done. Yeah. You could definitely keep doing Indiana Jones without him, though. <laughs> yeah. Nah, see, I'm right. So they've they've, they've Indiana done Indiana Jones stuff without Harrison for the TV show. Oh, really? Yeah, there's a TV show for a while, like the the Adventures of Young Indiana Jones. Oh yeah, I kind of remember that. One of the guys from Boondock Saints actually played him. Oh, Norman Reedus. I, mean, I think so. Maybe really? it was the other one, or Patrick Flannery. One of the well, one of those two, um, played him in in his teenage years. Probably Patrick Flannery looks a little bit more like him. Yeah, that sounds more right. I don't know. I like the Star Wars. Star Wars is good. Yeah. I, uh, I've been watching a lot of the Clone Wars, the animated show. Yeah. God damn, dude. It is actually pretty good. Yeah. Like, its later seasons are fucking really good. It quits being so, like, kiddie. Yeah. And, uh, it's actually very entertaining and at times really dark and. That's like, is it fun watching though? Because you know what happens at the, I mean, eventually. You don't know what happens. I mean, ultimately, you, you know, like, pretty much, like, Anakin and Obi-Wan aren't really going to die. But uh, the other characters, you have no fucking clue. Yeah. Like, I, I've seen, like, fucking 20 Jedi get fucking killed by Grievous. You know? Yeah. And then the other characters, like, An- like uh, Anakin has an apprentice. Like, his own apprentice? Yeah. Crazy. He becomes a Jedi Knight, right? Yeah, I know that. By the time the Clone Wars start, he's a Jedi Knight and he's on the council. I mean, by the time um, Revenge. Yeah, I just meant well because after after the Clone Wars start. Oh yeah. He's become a Jedi Knight. Yeah. So like at the end of. Um. So you don't really know what's going to happen with her because you never see her again, like in the yeah. movies or anything. So who the fuck knows? Like, yeah. Um, and it's always fun because it, it's always fun when you get like the big characters like Count Dooku and Grievous and Obi-Wan. Yeah. I actually find that the uh, my favorite relationship in the entire show is between Obi-Wan and Grievous. Yeah. Because you know how it ends. Yeah. And you know that they're both really good. Like Grievous obviously fucking killed a shit ton of Jedi yeah. and collects their lightsabers. And, um, and you know that eventually Obi-Wan beats them, Yeah. but they have this constant like banter back and forth to each other. Yeah. And it's like, Obi-Wan's like not even scared of Grievous, like while the other Jedi like cower from him. And Obi-Wan was pretty badass. I mean, he's a fucking badass motherfucker, dude. He defeated Darth Vader. Yeah. He did. Don't underestimate my power. You were the chosen one. I was reading something the other day that actually indicated that uh, Obi-Wan might have purposely trained Anakin to have a weakness to his um, lightsaber style. Yeah. Which is why Obi-Wan is able to beat him. Huh. That's just funny that we're someone came up with that theory like it's an actual real. Well, you know, thing. like, because the, the, the lightsaber styles yeah. are actually, like, a real thing that they apparently introduced into the movies. Like, I didn't even realize it. Yeah, well, like, the stances like, are a lot different. And... Yeah. Well, and apparently, like, a lot of people make fun of, like, that scene 
where they just like twirl the lightsabers like needlessly. See, I always thought that was a pretty fucking cool looking like scene. I, I always thought too. that was cool looking. I did too. Well, and it's explained if you understand like the styles of lightsaber combat. Yeah. Like apparently it's, I mean, it's because they, yeah, I don't, I don't know exactly. Well, I thought it was like a way of like resetting and getting everything. I don't know. It looked cool. I actually liked that scene. Yeah, I agree. Anyone who doesn't, go fuck off. Yeah, well, fuck. Dude. You need some flashy shit sometimes. Like, not every fight can be like Indiana Jones, like, just pulling out a gun and shooting a guy. Yeah. Uh, I thought, yeah, well, for Indiana Jones, it can. Yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> you know what pisses me off about some people, though? Is no matter what, when you argue with them, like... Okay, like, I'll, I'll give you a good example. Like Geico. <laughs> no, I was um, I was at one of my customers, and I overheard them talking about an MMA fight. Uh, Frank Mir versus Duffy. Yeah. Or Troy Duffy or Tom Duffy, whatever the fuck his name was. Tim Duffy. Is it Tim Duffy? What's the band teacher's name? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was Tim Duffy. Yeah. I forgot about that. I forgot about that guy. Yeah, I was just trying to be a dick. He Well, he was, too. Tim Duffy was a dick. Yeah. Fuck uh, Tim Duffy. He's yeah, gone. Fuck you, Tim Duffy. What? What are you, are you going to do? Give me detention? <laughs> he like he listens to the show every week. He's like, well, fuck the show. <laughs> That's what I have to say. <laughs> fuck you. You're down to 11 listeners. Fuck off. <laughs> but, uh, um, so they were talking about... I have several. <laughs> so they were talking about UFC fights and stuff, and I ch- there, one guy was saying, like, oh, man, Mer... Yeah, Mer... This guy, he was one of those guys, like, you, you can tell he goes to the gym and he, like, works out and probably takes some, like, MMA... F- classes so he thinks he knows all about the sport yeah and he's talking about how like oh, what Murr's flaws was and how he's so lucky to knock out duffy and stuff yeah it's like well i don't know man Murr's had a couple like three wins in a row he's actually doing pretty good he's worked on his striking no man he's lucky man he's getting too old for us like well he just beat three guys who are all younger than he is so yeah i don't necessarily think that's correct dude that's how everybody was the last thing the... was that so, say that again I'm sorry. I was just going to say, that's how everyone was before, like, the Pacquiao-Mayweather fight, too. Yeah. Like, I was the only one. We put bets on it at work. I was the only one who bet on Mayweather. Well, Mayweather's style of boxing, he he does, he does he's a true bo- He's not a fighter. He's a boxer. It's, there's two separate things. I know. So many people, too, were so outraged by it. But it's like, if you know anything about the fucking sport, you know. That Mayweather won the fight. He was a pussy. His style of fighting is a pussy way of fighting, but he won. So. I don't even think it's a pussy way of fighting. Like, he, he, I mean, it's well, he's not, not fighting. He's, he's it's boxing. Not flashy. It's, it's not. It's not. Um, I just wish he would actually fight male guys and not, not be on women. That's my. Th- that's, that's why I don't like Mayweather. He's a fucking. Oh, male. dude, he's a dude. He can't even read. Yeah, he's a fucking dipshit. However, he did win the fight. Although I think if he was to actually stand up and fight, not box. I mean, he's never lost. Oh, he's forty eight. No, he'll probably retire forty nine and no. But if you think about it, like he's never he does he's not a stand up fighter like Pacquiao. Yeah, I mean Pacquiao's great. Don't get me wrong, but it's just the cool thing about Pacquiao is he 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 consistently goes out of his weight class like to yeah. fight people. Mayweather doesn't do that, but why does he need to? Like, no, you know the thing is, so many people shit on him, but it's like. It's not like he's breaking the rules. That's what people. No, don't he's not. No, 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 he, no. He was. He did everything legal. He won that that boxing match fair and square. I I never. Won. And when you look at the stats, that that was the best part too. I remember showing people that I worked with the stats because, look, it's not like I really care about Mayweather. I just knew who was going to win. Yeah. It's like Mayweather is the fucking best boxer alive right now. Like you know what I mean? Like, well, the best boxer boxing currently. I guess. Yeah. I mean, maybe Mike Tyson's still better, but. 
But uh, well, yeah. Well, here's my thing. My problem with Mayweather was, I mean, he he's never he he's been a champion, you know, in different you know um, organizations. He's never been an undisputed champion. That's yeah. I think his like the biggest tarnish to his legacy. Is he's never been undisputed. I mean, he's never held every belt in every organization. Yeah. Which I think is ridiculous that there's five different fucking organizations for every fucking weight class. Yeah, I agree. But there is. I mean, like in heavyweight boxing, we haven't had an undisputed world champion since Lennox Lewis retired. Yeah. Because he was the last one who held all the belts. I think because, and I think that's a problem with Mayweather is he, he cares way too much about the money. And which is fine. I mean, if you if you want to make money, that's perfectly fine and great. But I think I think he the only reason I think his legacy would be a lot better had he cared a little less about the money and a little bit more about the fights and yeah. actually would would fight every and in every organization and get his belts. Yeah, that and stop beating women too. That kind of help yeah. tarnishes his legacy. Yeah, well, he's an idiot for that. No one's saying he's a good guy. No, for sure. But anyways, back to my thing and. So this guy was like, a, you know, basically telling me, "Oh, Frank Mir's washed up." I said, "No, man, he's. I'm not, I, I don't think he's a, he's gonna be an, he's a championship contender, but he's still got some fights in him. He's obviously proven he's won three fights against younger guys, and yeah, who were theoretically better than he was. And then then I brought up like he's like, "No, nah, man, like there's too many old fighters." I'm like, "What about Andre Arvlovsky? Arvlovsky, he's hard. He's my favorite um, UFC fighter. He's like 36. He was like world champion." A decade ago, yeah, he's fought his way back to the top, and he might be fighting for another. But he, you know, he's super freaking old. But he's like, he's on like a five, six win winning streak. Yeah. But anyways, it's like, oh man, that guy's overrated. He can't, he can't do stand up anymore. You know, he's got a suspect. Like the fucker has knocked out like three guys that he was he was like a three to one underdog. Oh, they were overrated. I was like, what the fuck? He's one of those guys. He changes his argument no matter who what you you're arguing for. He's going to argue against it just for this kind of like Geico. Well, I hate that guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, that, that's what I hate. Like, and that's what I was saying about the Mayweather thing. Like, so many people, like, just don't even look at statistics. Like, yeah. they don't let it speak. Like, they're just speaking emotionally about it. Like, I was going to tell you about the Mayweather thing. Like, I remember showing them the stats for it. And they're like, Mayweather didn't throw any punches. I'm like, actually, Mayweather landed more punches than Pacquiao did. Yeah. He threw less, but landed more. And it wasn't even that far off. Yeah. Like Pacquiao threw like 600 punches or something like that and landed like 150. Yeah. And Mayweather threw like 400 or 450 punches and landed like... 200 something. Landed like 300 even. It was like a ridiculous number. And he landed almost all of his haymaker punches, whereas Pacquiao landed like, I don't know, 10% of his haymakers. Like... Well, I think it was like, but also like, it wasn't that uneven of a fight because Pacquiao. There was definitely some rounds early on yeah, that Pacquiao sure. dominated. And I don't remember Mayweather definitely there won that fight. There probably was some rounds that or Pacquiao ba- boxing won. match. It There's... wasn't really a fight. It was a it was a boxing match. Yeah, because Mayweather is a true boxer. It's not about how many punches you throw. It's about landing the best damage. It's about you know avoiding getting hit. Whereas Pacquiao is a, is a fighter, I mean, he you know he's willing to get hit so he can hit. Mm-hmm. So I mean, well, if he wanted to win that way, he should have went for the knockout or something like. Yeah, well, I think towards the end he thought he had won because he was the more aggressive fighter, so he thought he was up in points when obviously he wasn't. Yeah. Because like I, when I, when I watched the fight, like the commentators were giving like what they think who won each fight, and then at the end, you know, the judges you know gave their 
gave a list of like what rounds who won. It was almost identical. Like it was pretty much obvious. Like early on, Pacquiao kind of dominated, but then Mayweather kind of yeah. started. Mayweather started, you know, working his his uh, scheme into things, and and he started winning. So I mean, it was well going to the UFC thing like it always makes me wonder then if those people who think like oh being more aggressive and throwing more punches and doing all this stuff makes you a better fighter or whatever so does that mean that anybody who wins like by tap outs and like brazilian jiu-jitsu and shit and mma is a loser like no, i don't understand that like well, do, do people just think no, that but, like I being mean, a good striker is like being a st- strikers are more entertaining to watch for sure like frank Miro, like who i was talking about earlier he made his bones as a submitter he he's only had he's had like 30 fights yeah, which is a lot, though. Yeah, yes, and well, it's not all. Maybe I think twenty of them in the UFC, but they're all 30, 30 professional MMA fights, and he's had like twenty wins. I, I, I'm probably off on the, his win loss record, but let's just say it's that. It's still almost impressive. all of them are by submissions. He has like one or two decision victories and like one or two knockout victories, and they're more of the recent ones. He made his bones by submitting people, and he was world champion of the UFC twice because he's a submission artist. Yeah. And he was the undisputed champion. I mean, so it's like, I don't, th- I personally, I mean, if you fucking win, you win. It doesn't matter how you win. But be it decision, be it submission or knockout, you win. Yeah. See, that's my whole thing, too. And that's why I don't like the bitching about the Mayweather Pacquiao fight. Because it's like, guess what? You're not a fucking judge. And if you wanted to, fu- maybe you should fucking study your whole life yeah. and become one. So I can quit hearing your fucking bitching about yeah. shit you obviously don't know about. Yeah. Not that I'm a fucking boxing fucking connoisseur. But I know that not every fight is going to be like fucking Rocky versus Apollo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Jesus Christ. There's a lot more strategy involved with it than people think. And it just, but, but, but I mean... It is more fun to watch two guys just throw haymakers at each other. Yeah, Yeah. that's more fun and entertaining. I mean, that's what's fun about watching UFC too. Is like just fucking watching a dude take a fucking roundhouse kick in the face and then coming back and taking a leg sweep and punching a guy. Yeah, it's awesome watching two people just fucking duke it out. Yeah, but it's also really cool when you see a guy get a fucking just deep ass arm bar fucking wrenching on that shit, and the other guy's fucking hanging on for dear life to get out of it. Like that's fun to watch too. Like that tug of war, like. Or any sort of fucking submission move. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it's like I was trying to get someone to watch a couple MMA fights before. Like, I, I can't even remember who it was, but we were going through highlights. And it was like, really, this is what UFC fighting is? It's just guys rolling on the ground and all this. I'm like, oh, what there's the a fuck? ton of. It's jujitsu, man. It's yeah. a. Jujitsu, it's not. Jiu-jitsu, it's basically ch- like a, it's a game of chess, but with limbs. Yeah, you're you're trying to maneuver yourself into getting the guy into checkmate. Yeah, that's how okay. Joe Rogan would describe it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was like, well, fucking watch this guy, dude. He's got himself in this fucking weird lock, and he fucking picks his dude up off the ground and fucking body slams yeah. him like three times onto the ground, and they're, they're like, no, that's not like he's in a headlock right there. It's like, but he just fucking body slammed that guy. Yeah. To, like try and get him off. Like. Yeah. That's not. You know, it's like, I, yeah, it's boring. I'm like, you're fucking dumb. Who is this you're talking to? Just a friend. Geico? No, friend from work. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a fucking fight connoisseur by any means. Well, neither am I, but I mean, I enjoy it. I've never even done martial arts or anything like that, so I don't, I don't know what it goes into, but. Mm. One of my favorite things was like this guy they were talking about. It was like on the the Ultimate Fighter TV show. They're they're telling they asked this one guy about his next opponent was his like his, made his uh 
bone or like he's like a, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy. That's what he like. It's his main thing is he's really good at jiu-jitsu. He's like, oh, you told me. Jiu-jitsu is great. Jiu-jitsu is grand. Jiu-jitsu where I'm punching you in the face. That's something different. <laughs> yeah. You used to do that because it was a Scottish guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> he did the accent like. Jiu-jitsu is great. Jiu-jitsu is grand. <laughs> jiu-jitsu where I'm punching in the face. That's something different. <laughs> I always thought that was a fucking awesome. Like one time, I think you were telling me, like, dude, Jeff's like a, a like a third degree black belt in karate. Like karate's great, karate's grand. Karate when I'm punching the face is different. And everything like, oh, it's like the most badass like insult ever. It's like I, I stole know. that from somebody. Taekwondo actually. Not oh, it's ta- oh, okay. I thought it was karate. That's why he kicks. Oh, he fucking kicks hard. I've been kicked in the kidney by that guy. Thought I had to go to the hospital. You should have probably. I probably should have. I was pissing blood. Were you really? Oh yeah. I was fuck. It fucked me up. I wasn't faking. It hurt. You were so pissed after that. <laughs> oh, because th- like he kicked me, and then like adrenaline. I was so pissed because like it hurt, but I didn't have like that like de- crippling kidney pain. So he kicked me. I was so pissed. I threw it like a haymaker right at his head, like hammer fist basically. Yeah. And I missed. And I was like, oh, fuck. oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god. <sighs> oh. <laughs> oh, he felt he felt horrible though. Yeah. And he, he, his fucking legs are like all muscle. Though. I don't know if you ever seen that guy's leg. Like, it fucking he's hurt. He's got a huge mom and ass too. Like, yeah, he's got a big ghetto booty. Fucking throw some power behind yeah. those kids. Bam, 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 bam. Well, it was I, I, that was a weird thing because I watched that too, and I was like, "What the fuck reason did he do that for?" Ooh, like, he just did it. He just horsing around, and he fucking throws his full on fucking roundhouse to Kane's kidney. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it hurt so bad. <laughs> it was like. I know, my... and it wasn't even like it didn't look playful. Like he had form down. Oh, and he fucking yeah, dude, no his hips, and he fucking brings it. around. Oh no, and just dude! Like if you. he wanted to do, like, it, I get where he got that black belt from. Cause that fucking hurt. It looked like he was trying to like kick through cinder blocks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm chubby. I'm, I'm pretty soft right there, man. Like, you don't have to kick that hard. Oh, dude, I remember like you were fucking limping and like holding your back oh. for a few days after that. Oh, it hurt so bad. So yeah, hats off to you, Jeff. You know how to fucking kick. <laughs> he yeah. definitely beat me in a fight. There's no 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 way around that. I feel like that was a show like where you were staying at your parents' house or something. Because I think you rode with me and Bailey after that or something. Didn't what? You? Yeah, you guys took me home, and then I, I I think Bailey told my dad and him and my uncle David are coming back from the casino. My my uncle David's a paramedic. He's like, well, we'll stop by. Dave will take a look at you. And David <laughs> like took a look at me. It's just like, um, I think you'll be okay, man. But you probably should go home with your dad. So I went. In, Going back home with my mom oh, and dad right. and piss blood. I was like, oh, that ain't good. That's funny. <laughs> the only reason he said that was because he looked at your apartment and he's like, is that three-month-old pizza with mold spores growing out of it? Who like, said that? No, I was oh. just fucking with you. <laughs> they were like, I think you need to go home with your dad right now. Yeah. There's like black mold in <laughs> the pizza box. Like. Pizza's moving. Yeah, It's like it ceased to be an inanimate food. It's like living again. There is an episode of an anime called Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Where it's it's made like a horror movie where people on the ship start dying. Yeah. And it's all because like someone said they were going to clean out the fridge and then they didn't. <laughs> and like something that's in the fridge like came alive and started killing the people on board the <laughs> ship. <laughs> It's actually really funny. The Kane's apartment. <laughs> uh, it's shot like a lot like how Alien is because like they're oh, on yeah. the ship, you know, and uh, it's like this thing coming around and Alien's a fucking good movie. It's free. it could be I freaky. I know, dude. And that movie came out before Star Wars did. Is it older than it's like seventy one? 
No way did it come out in 1971. Yeah. Really? Yes. I'm looking it up. It came out the same year. Because my mind's blown if it if it is. When what year did Dirty Harry come out? I thought like 74. Okay, then that's the same year that Alien came out. Okay, well let's look. 1979. No, it did not. I just looked it up. 1979. Oh, what the so fuck? So Star Wars is older. I thought it was 71. Well, like, uh, 2001 Space Odyssey is older than Star Wars. Well, yeah, by 10 years. Yeah. I thought Alien, though, was 1961. Or, excuse me. No, Aliens, I think, is 81. Is that what you're thinking of? Ah, Let me look aliens. at Aliens, maybe. I haven't seen Aliens because it's stupid. Aliens, yeah, Aliens is weaker. Alien is good. I actually liked Prometheus. Did you see Prometheus? And it's not oh, really, yeah. it's uh, not a sequel, so it's a spin off. It's like a spiritual, like, predecessor yeah it's like a prequel yeah i get prequel it's better it's it's not it's not a direct prequel it's, i liked prometheus i actually thought it was a pretty fucking good movie i'm, I'm so many say. people shit on it why it's well acted the special effects are good there's a it's a decent uh um plot uh, i thought it was pretty fucking i like good. the actors dude like fucking charlie stern and idris elba and those are the only ones i can remember but yeah i thought it was pretty good yeah, I don't know. I I mean... The uh, guy th- who played uh, the robot, he's a really good actor. Oh, Aliens is 1986, so it came out even after Return of the Jedi. Aliens is dumb as fuck, though, so fuck that shit. Yeah, Aliens, you know, game over, man! Bill Paxton. I don't... Yeah, whatever. It's, it's, I mean, it's entertaining and you know, for a little bit, but it's not. It's not like Alien is like, holy fuck, and it's freaky. scary and yeah, yeah. And then uh, Predator, I like Predator movies. Yeah, even the shitty them? Predator, like Predator versus Alien or Predator Requiem, all, all these movies, like how shitty they are, they're still good because it's fucking Predator. It's just a badass like. Yeah, I agree. Alien. Yeah. What the hell are you? What the hell are you? Is that in the movie? Yeah. It says it back to him? Yeah. Really? What the hell are you? <laughs> oh, I don't remember that. I <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ridley Scott makes good movies generally. Can you yeah. name a bad movie Ridley Scott's done? Um... I'm sure he's made some that are pretty bad. I've been I've been meaning to see like the Robin Hood one that he did. I haven't seen that one. I can't speak to it either way. I heard it was okay. Yeah, I heard it was fine. He took like a way more like historical yeah. approach to it. Yeah, like Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, where like Robin Hood spoke with like a Midwestern accent because <laughs> fucking uh, what's his nuts couldn't do a British accent. Kevin Costner. Yeah, Kevin Costner couldn't do a British. Prince of Thieves is okay. I mean, it wasn't. I actually like it. I mean, you just got to keep in mind that like, it is so historically inaccurate. But for entertainment factor, I think it's pretty good. Have you ever seen the Robin Hood show on BBC? Yes. Not all, a lot of it, but I have seen some of it. It's actually not bad. Yeah, it's actually pretty good. I like it. Um, yeah, Ridley Scott. He uh, That's probably the only bad movie I can think of. I mean... I don't even think it's a bad movie, though. I actually... Prince oh, of, I, yeah, that's what I meant to say. Sorry. Prince of Thieves? He, did, he didn't do Prince of Thieves. No, no, no. The, the Robin Hood with... Uh, the Russell Crowe? Russell Crowe. But what would the critics pan it? I, I don't think it just... I don't think it did that well in box offices. <sighs> he does one of my favorite movies, Kingdom of Heaven. Fucking love that. That's movie. a great movie. 
Blade, saw that in theaters. Blade Runner. Did you? Yeah. Kingdom of Heaven was pretty... Me and Max saw it. I... I don't know if I did. No, I rented it from Blockbuster. I actually liked it a lot. I mean, I'm looking up his filmography right now. Yeah, but he did Blade Runner, which is like one of the best science fiction movies ever made. At least the director's cut, yeah. Even the one... Even the, I mean, even the original is pretty freaking good. Uh, okay. Films. Okay. The Duelists. Never seen it. He did Alien. Yeah, which is great. That's how we got onto this conversation. And that's 1979. Then 1982, he came out with Blade Runner. Fucking amazing. Yeah. He did Legend. Oh, Legend is good. Yeah. Don't most people like that? Uh, it's kind of a cult film. I mean, it definitely has some flaws, but I don't think it's that bad. Visually, it's pretty cool to watch. Someone to Watch Over Me was 87. Never seen that one. Black Rain. Um... It's a Michael Douglas movie. I've don't, never seen it, but ne- I don't know. Thelma and Louise, which is love. 19, 19, er, 1492, Conquest of Paradise. That's actually not bad. White Squall. G.I. Jane. He did uh, Gladiator. And then he did Hannibal. And Black Hawk Down. Then he did Kingdom of Heaven. Then he did A Good Year. I don't know if I ever saw that one. Uh, Russell Crowe. He did American Gangster. Did you ever see that one? It was Denzel Washington and Russell Crowe? Uh, I think so. At least part of it. It, didn't, it was alright. It wasn't that good. It was okay. Yeah. Body of Lies. He did Robin Hood. Then he did Prometheus. Counselor. And... Which I heard it was actually not horrible. And now he's working on The Martian. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, and then Exodus, Gods and Kings. I, I heard that one was bad. That might be his one bad. Oh no, one. Exodus! I saw that. Was it good? It was fine. It wasn't right. amazing, but it was. Fine. I was told someone told me it sucked. And then Martian is that the one? Yeah, that's the one that book you were telling me about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That looks good. He's, he'd be a good director for that too. All right. He was the executive producer on. Um, oh fuck! I lost it. Okay, never mind, it doesn't matter. You know, a lot of people, uh, this has nothing to do with Ridley Scott, but a lot of people were shitting on uh, Matthew McConaughey the other day. Wow, he's been like on fire. They were shitting on his like old roles before like... Yeah, he, he got... has some shitty movies. He has some good movies too. Well, and someone said like he they hated that he was like this like boyish like yeah you know whatever and i was like dude no way like he played like one of the most badass characters in a movie have you ever seen reign of fire yeah that's a great he's movie. the fucking like on the cover is like a fucking bald bearded guy yeah. with swinging a fucking like so that movie has there is some flaws in that movie but like the, the what makes up for that whole movie is that towards the end when like he like jumps out of he jumps in the air and he has a huge axe. Yeah, that's and he's what I was saying. It. He's fucking swinging the fucking axe thing right, at right at the, the dragon. dragon's face. Like, but he's like mid air, so it's like no matter what, he's dying. Even if he kills the fucking thing, because he's like that was like the poster for all the movies with Matt with Matthew McConaughey's fucking just. Uh, like, yeah, that's a see any flaw that movie had, and there were several. That part made up for. And there's a scene where he just fucking whoops the ever loving Christ out of Christian Bale, yeah, yeah. like in the mud. Yeah. He just beats the shit. He's a monster in that movie, dude. Yeah. So he has some good stuff. Well, and then there's True Detective. God, I finished, I've watched that three times now, like 
beginning to end. Isn't it's, it amazing? That is the perfect show. Isn't it? That might be, in my opinion, isn't it the best season of any show? I haven't seen the second season yet. Oh, I'm, wait, I'm God, waiting until all the episodes. So bad. Is it? I've heard it's actually not bad. But you're saying it is. Uh, I guess I'll reserve judgments till it till it's all done. But. Yeah, because are, are you are you watching it? Have we seen every episode? I haven't seen every episode, you know. Well, I'm waiting for every episode to come out so I can binge watch it. I uh, yeah, we kind of just were like we ran out of steam. <laughs> but I mean, it, it might it might suffer from the fact that the first season with Matthew McConaughey and then Woody Harrelson was what, just you, but so you know what fucking you do? good. You know what you do when you reach magic like that? You stop. You stop. Yeah, you they should not have done show. another. What they should have done is they should have been like, look, we want to make a True Detective season two, but we can't do it, so let's call it something else. And spiritually, this will be True Detective Season 2, but we're going to fucking stop while we're ahead, and True Detective is going to be a standalone motherfucking, like, miniseries. Yeah. We're never going to fucking touch it again, but this one is going to be called fucking, uh, I don't know, Gangs of L.A. or something stupid. Yeah. You know, like... A True Detective production yeah, or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get I, the same team, the same minds, same everything shit, to fucking do sorry. it. It's fine. Um, you get the same guys to do it, but then you just don't fucking, you don't... You're done with True Detective. I'm sorry. Yeah. You can't call it True Detective. Because that fucking series is perfect. Like the end, like the final battle with the the, the Yellow King, or like, I don't know, whatever, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. Take off your mask. Oh, it's such a fucking sweet scene. Dude, I know. And everybody shit on that, like, philosophic little rant that Matthew McConaughey has when he comes out of the fucking hospital and everything. Oh, at the end? Yeah. No, that fit. That fit his character. I it think it fit the storyline. perfectly. Everyone was so pissed off, though, because he's like a blatant atheist the whole time and then it was like a, I might have found God like sort of moment, which I don't think that was it at all. I, I don't think, think I didn't get, I didn't take that from it. I didn't either. But so many people were like, really? I found my religion as the last speech we get in this show? Like, I, I didn't take it like that. And it was, it was, I don't know. I, it fit the character, I thought. I, I thought it was really moving, man. He's talking about seeing his daughter and everything. Yeah. Like, probably this the moment that defined his life that you don't they you talk about it, but only a handful of times. Mm-hmm. But it's the moment that defined his life, let him down his career, and he fucking turned to drugs and alcohol and all this shit. And then he's you know reliving it and seeing his daughter and all this shit. I mean, yeah. it's hard to imagine the character that Matthew McConaughey is at that point. It's hard to imagine that at one point he had a wife and yeah. a daughter that he loved and was actually like yeah. a normal person. Yeah, you know. But I I love that. It was so many people were just like, really, like shut the fuck. Up. Yeah, that, see that that to me that's one of the best, I guess, seasons of any show ever made. Yeah, I agree. That's man. up there with like the fifth season of Sopranos, which. By many accounts, is the best, or or uh, yeah, this is better. The third season of West Wing, or fourth this season of West Wing, whatever one it was, and this is better. Yeah, it is. Trying to, I'm trying to think of a show that like in my like can come close to it. You can't. I think the first season of Game of Thrones has a special place in my heart because it was so different, and like especially with like Ned Stark spoilers dying at the end. Um. And that that's, that threw me for a loop. That one, it, it's pretty pretty good, but it's still, I don't think it's nearly as good. It's not. It's not as good because they're copying something that, and they'll never be able to grasp the element of what they are copying. They will never be able to fully get the element of Game of Thrones packed into a ten episode show 
every season. Yeah, it's still a good show, though. No, it's a fucking great show. But they, it's always going to be a hollow imitation yeah. of the books and the spirit of the books. It's great. By all count, the, the fact that a hollow imitation of it is so fun to watch yeah. says something about how substantial the the books and the shows are. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's... But it, but because of that, it always feels like it's missing something. Yeah, yeah, you know? I agree with that. Um, where True Detective, its spirit is contained in the show. It wasn't fucking copied off some guy's books that he wrote no. twenty years earlier, um, and all that sort of stuff. You know, I, I mean, even like my favorite TV shows, like Battlestar Galactica, like great show, but it doesn't come close to True Detective. Game of Thrones, great show, doesn't come. to close to true detective uh even other hbo shows oh yeah no like well i said like sopranos i've seen and game of thrones is hbo too yeah but like there's i would say there's episodes of some of those shows that come close to but not a whole season that can it just fuck god damn it true detective is so fucking amazing i mean it's eight episodes of just pure gold and yeah it's perfectly acted perfectly written you forget that you're watching a TV show sometimes, you know. That, to me, that's like that. That is that is the, how you should measure how good something is if you forget you're watching it. And what better fucking like? And if you if you just like become like you totally lose yourself in the show or movie, whatever it is, that's how I know it's a fucking good movie or shows. If I forget that I'm watching it and I'm just like, yeah, like just cover myself in its glazed goodness. <laughs> yeah. What a fucking great moment, though, like, when they reunite, yeah. you know, for, like, the first time, and they're like, let's go fucking solve this crime, and it's like, yes, finally! Well, well like, when he um, pulled him over on the side of the road there, it's like, why don't you come, you know, come on, I'll go buy a beer, we'll talk. Well, okay. And then, he, like, he turns away, walks, you know, he puts a cigarette in his mouth, he turns around and comes back, actually, how about you buy me that beer? And then, like, that's the scene, that's, like, the, that's the episode, it's like, yeah. oh, shit. <laughs> What's funny is like when you see them pulled over on the road, you know, in that scene, I think. Yeah. You his uh trucks tail. Yeah, his tail still, still fucked, fucked up. up from the fight that was like <laughs> 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> but all no like the best oh god, I could just talk about that show forever, but the best fucking best moment of that whole show is the end of the first episode. Oh it's god, like, dude, don't you start me... answering <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you start asking the right fucking questions? And then how he sits back, takes a puff of the cigarette, and looks at them both. And then you get the slight... Is there a guitar track there? Like a yeah. slight little thing? Here, I got I got HBO now. I can pull it right the fuck up. Oh, God. Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, I can. Yeah, HBO, I mean, they're not a sponsor. If they want to sponsor us, con- please contact us. <laughs> yeah, we'll sponsor But HBO you. fucking now, best thing ever. Because HBO always has some of the, has some of the best shows ever created. How much is it? Uh, it's like fourteen bucks a month, but to me, fucking worth it. Because yeah. a lot of the shows I just rewatch. Like, I mean, it, everything, everything that's ever been made by HBO is on it. Like, they even have Tenacious D on here. Oh, that's like cool. their old show. Yeah, dude. What other great shows are there on HBO or just in general? I don't know. We were talking about good shows. I mean, Lost, I guess, can sort of be considered. Yeah, the first season of Lost, you know. So many people shit on Lost, but, dude, like, how many fucking shows before Lost were there that the fucking, the whole world tuned into every fucking week? Well, well, there was, but there, like, the serial shows like that, where it was, like, one continuous storyline, didn't happen that often on TV. And it's just, 
Lost kind of ushered that in. Yeah. I mean, there were some like on HBO, obviously, but not in a, but not to this extent that it is now. Yeah. All right, I gotta rewind it a little bit. Eventually, sure. So what's she look like? I want to like John. So fucking good. Is it picking it up? We don't own the copyrights of this, obviously. We... One part. This is a tribute. We're saying go buy HBO now. There you go. Boom. <laughs> I don't want to get sued. I can't afford it. Tell us anything about that, Mr. Cole. Yeah, it looks a lot like the one from 95. Well, you knew that already. Yeah, it is. Specifics consistent to the 95 case. Details they weren't public knowledge. You were off the grid for eight years, right? Show back up in 2010. My question is, how could it be him? If we already caught him in 95. How indeed, detectives? I figured you'd be the one to know. Oh, this part's so fucking good, Damn it. Look at that, that very last look he gives the one detective right there. Fuck me, that's amazing. The, I think, you know you, you know what one of the best parts about that scene is? What? And I remember every time I watch it, he fucking takes that huge drag off that cigarette. And then the scene cuts before he lets it out. Yeah. I don't know why, oh, but right. that just like heaps, you're just fucking hanging there, right? Like, I don't, even that one small detail that they cuts oh, before he blows the smoke out. Such a good show. And what's perfect about it, too, is that it obviously shows, like, Matthew McConaughey was, like, a better detective than they yeah. ever will be. Yeah. Oh, he just, like, shits on him right there with one <laughs> phrase. start asking the right fucking question. <laughs> oh, oh, with that, God. it's been Dual Taints. Hit us up on Twitter, Facebook. Taints, Facebook.com. By now. 657 <laughs> <coughs> but, yeah. That's why they cut the scene. He started coughing too much. <laughs> yeah, he's like, start asking the right fucking questions. <laughs> oh, God. He gets a beer shit. <laughs> oh, it's a trap.